different people, you see, trying to make it all work in one body. In one body that barely gets any sleep. In one body that doesn't have time to eat or drink hot coffee. In one body that is overworked because I carry all the burdens. I carry them on my shoulders. I carry them right at the base of my skull. And then I transfer them to one hip as I balance you on the other. And when I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I laugh because why didn't my husband tell me that my hair looked like bees swarmed through it or that I had boogers on my shirt, not mine? I feel like a mess inside and out because I want to be it all. Heck, doesn't society want me to be? In order to be a perfect mom, you have to be the fit mom, the healthy mom. The successful working mom, the mom who writes, the mom who hustles, the mom who people see as inspiring, but more importantly, I want to be a present mom, a loving mom, a patient mom. I want to know how it is possible to fit all of that in one body, how it is possible to be that woman, that woman who also just realized her shirt has been inside out all day. Hi, welcome. Welcome to Grace and Grit, Navigating Postpartum and Parenthood, a podcast all about pregnancy and the postpartum and motherhood journeys. I'm Cass, your host, and I'll be a mother of two girls come February 2024. I've been writing this podcast introduction since July 2023, probably earlier, And I'm now just working on the finishing touches in January 2024. And if that doesn't signify how hard and impossible it can be to be a mom trying to put out a podcast about being a mom, then I don't know. So a little bit about me. I'm Cass. I am a mother, a wife. I like to think of myself as an athlete a performer, a writer, a poet, a reader, and now a podcast host. (laughs) You know, ever since I was little, I've been drawn to stories, whether that was in the form of a book (laughs) or in real life as a journalist. My passion has always been to create and share stories. My daughter was born February 2022. And I remember throughout my pregnancy being so anxious about every little thing. And I have a history of extreme anxiety. So going into this unknown world where my body's changing and everything that is happening to me, I'm being told is normal when it doesn't feel normal was really hard. So I just went through my pregnancy looking forward to having the baby so she could physically be out. And that's when I thought that I would be in more control. Hilarious, right? So my daughter was breached, so I had to get a a C-section to have her. 
and I was in the hospital for three days. On the third morning, we were in the hospital waiting to be discharged, and I woke up from a fitful, restless nap because, you know, we don't sleep in hospitals because they come in every two seconds to do something. And I woke up in a complete panic. I had no idea where my daughter was. And I immediately just started sobbing, yelling, shaking. My heart rate skyrocketed. I remember my husband was beside my bed with my daughter in his arms saying, she's here. She's okay. She's okay. It's okay. The nurses came in, monitored my heart rate and helped me relax. And I started to feel a little bit better after 30 minutes or so. So about an hour after that, a doctor came in. And this was an OB that I've seen previously and was honestly relieved to see in my room. And she came in with a nurse and she asked me if it would be okay if the nurse took my daughter for a few minutes so we can talk. And I said that that was fine. I was surprised by myself, but I think, you know, I calmed down. So she sat on my bed, held my hand, and we talked for over an hour about postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. My husband sat on the other side of the bed, and with their full attention, they listened to me as I sobbed, and I talked about my worries about becoming a mom. I blurted out questions, you know, why did I, why did I bring a baby into this world knowing that someday she would leave this earth? And then I was asking why I should be alive and the scary thoughts that were already creeping into my brain three days postpartum. And there was no judgment on either of their faces. There was just love and support. So we decided that I would start antidepressants right away. I would continue my therapy, increasing its frequency. I have been seeing a therapist since 2013, the same one. But then I would also come into the OB office weekly until my six-week checkup. And I ended up going in weekly until eight weeks for mental health check-ins and to talk with my OBs about how I was feeling. So the first day home with my daughter, I took a little blue pill that would save my life. But again, that little blue pill wasn't the be-all, end-all for my postpartum depression and anxiety. For the next four months, I was in a very dark place. I was very scared. But luckily, I was in the best care. I have a supportive husband. I had friends who he reached out to and encouraged to check in with me and visit. And I had and continue to have my therapy my therapist, who I've known for so long. And, you know, after talking with many of my fellow mom friends, and after lots of research getting ready for this podcast, I realized that I am one of the lucky ones, because not all postpartum journeys are like mine. As a society, particularly in the U.S. where I sit, we do not prioritize maternity or parental leave for parents in this country. We do not prioritize women's health as we should. And more importantly, and this is changing, we don't talk about it all that much. I'm seeing moms become more vulnerable on their social media pages, and I am so grateful for that. 
I am seeing tons of mother and parent pages with firsthand accounts of postpartum journeys and pregnancy journeys. I am seeing stories of miscarriage and stillbirths, of heartbreak and outrage against the systems that oppress us but want to perfect us. We're being more honest as women. We're telling our stories so that others do not feel alone. It is such a brave thing to do. And I am proud of every parent that I see being honest about their journeys on such a public forum. Because when you think about social media, a lot of people only put the perfect things out there. But we need the real stuff too. My mom said something to me early postpartum. And she's going to gasp that I bring this up. I was telling her how I felt. And she was nodding. And I said to her, why didn't you tell me? And she goes, I didn't want to scare you. So I was kind of pissed at that. I get it. Women want to sugarcoat motherhood. They don't want to deflate the happiness balloons. But to be honest, I'd I'd rather know the bad, the ugly, the fact that I will be bleeding for weeks, that I will hate my body, sometimes hate myself, question why I even did this in the first place. I wanted to know these things. I wanted to be prepared. I am a person who likes to be prepared. So it's important to talk about the ugly. We have to. We have to talk about the good and the beauty of motherhood, but we also have to talk about the bad stuff and not feel guilty about it. Everyone has a story, and that's why I'm here. I'm not here to only share my story and experiences. But I'm also here to talk with other mothers and parents about their pregnancy and postpartum experiences. I want to talk to specialists and doctors and showcase research one day. I'm here to laugh, to cry, to feel, to support. Let's get honest. Let's scare people. Let's prepare people. And let's get more people to understand how important maternal health, maternal mental health, how important they are. And before I wrap up, I want to be clear. This podcast is in no way an alternative to therapy or professional care. It is simply an outlet for parents and a source of community for parents. If you need help, or if you're listening and you know someone who may need help, you can go to findtreatment.gov or call or text 988. Thanks for listening to Grace and Grit, and remember, we got this.